Welcome back to The Brandon White Show, where we have conversations worth listening to give you an edge to win in your business and your life. I'm your host, Brandon White. Here we go. Welcome back to The Edge Podcast, giving you the edge to win in business and in life. Here's your host, Brandon White. Hello, friends. Welcome to the show. Today, we are going to talk about a study that shows how you can increase your chances of accomplishing a goal. And it's just not you as an individual. It could be as a group as well. The study that I found is called Does Monitoring Goal Progress Promote Goal Attainment? A Meta-Analysis of Experimental Evidence. And it was done by Benjamin Harkin. Thomas Webb, Betty Chang, Yul Ben, Andrew Pestrich, Mark Corner, Ian Keller, Pascal Sharon. And scientific studies can be tricky because a lot of times you find them making headlines, but then when you dig in deeper, you find out that it's a small sample size, it only went on for a few months, or it didn't go on for a long duration. So what comes into question is, while the results that they achieved may be valid, do they apply to a broader population or a broader topic? So when looking for studies, I always look for studies that actually look at the studies. So there'll be researchers like these who go out and look at tons of studies out there on a subject and then use that data across all of them to figure out Does it have some sort of statistical significance translated into into human terms? Is it, does it work? Does the, does the results that they came out with and the advice that they give, so to speak, actually can it be applied and work with good confidence? There's no causation. There's always going to be a correlation, but is the correlation high? And in this study, it's pretty cool because they looked at over 19,000 studies. So let's jump into it to talk a little bit about it. And the results that they found, because the results can actually help you attain your goal or assure or make it more likely that it will happen. You can see how easily it is to jump to conclusions about causation. But these, these findings in this one are really going to be helpful. So they set out to look for studies on whether monitoring one's progress in the process of reaching their goals promotes the successful completion of that goal. And then they also set out to determine if the different methods of progress monitoring led to the completion or failure. So basically, how does one get from what they the goal they set to actually attaining that goal? So they looked at 19,000 reviews and they were the studies that they looked at needed to have three things that I just want to mention so that you understand what they were looking at. They were looking for that the study had to have a randomly assigned participants to a treatment condition that received an intervention designed to promote monitoring of goal progress or control condition that received either an active comparison intervention that also prompted progress monitoring, but in a different manner or to a lesser degree than the treatment condition, or they had no intervention group. Basically, the studies needed to be set up correctly. You'd be surprised how many studies 
aren't set up correctly with a control group and or having the right selectors of the groups that the subgroups that they use for the study. The second thing is the studies had to measure the frequency of progress monitoring following the intervention. And finally, the third thing, studies had to include a measure of behavior. So think of step count, think of weight monitoring, think of even levels of blood glucose, whatever it is, in wake of the intervention, there had to be a real measure of that behavior that was quantifiable. And as I mentioned, they looked at nine, not over 19,000 studies. They actually looked at 19,951 studies. And out of all of the literature review that they could find, they identified 138 that met the three criteria that we just talked about. I want to give you some examples of over those 138 studies, some of the experiments that people used in monitoring goal progress. Sometimes they were asked about monitoring their sun exposure using a UV meter. Some participants were asked to evaluate the different impacts and types of progress that they could make losing weight. Obviously, that's a super popular topic for all of us, I think, at times in our lives, keeping your weight in check and or losing it and what really works. And then another experiment was with uh, was a medical study which evaluated the impact of different types of progress monitoring on a number of different goals I'd mentioned a minute ago that could be glucose levels in the blood or things like that. These are the types of experiments that you would find over these 138 studies that they looked at. And the results weren't as surprising as you may think, but there's some nuances to this. So what they found is that progress monitoring had a larger effect on goal attainment when the outcomes were reported or made public. I found this really interesting. So it's not just it's not just that they are reported, you could report those to yourself, but it's that they're made public. And we hear this often. If you say, "Hey, I'm going to put the I'm going to do this goal," and then you make it public, whether you put that on your social media or you announce it at dinner to your family, whatever that is, they don't have a number on what public means, but they do talk about it in the study, and it's basically outside of yourself. So once you make it public, and it's likely more than one person, and that creates some positive pressure. The other thing that's interesting is the they found that throughout all the research that you needed to physically record it. And I found this with myself just out of trial and error. It's sort of cool when you, over the years, try things and you experiment on yourself and do different things, and then you get to a solution that you hold on to, and then it keeps working. What I do is I print out a workout sheet, and I have it for every week of the year, and I have it right next to where I eat breakfast, and on it, it is my, it can be a workout, it could be a workout that I did, it could be the bike miles that I did, it could be sit-ups that I did, push-ups that I did in the morning, whatever it is, I write it down in that column, and I do set goals. So I might say, hey, I'm going to do, I'm going to try to hit 150 miles a week on my bike and average that over an eight-week session or whatever that is. In general, I'm always trying to hit between 100 and 150. 
but maybe I'm going to do a century and I say, hey, look, for an eight-week block, I got to hit 150. So I set the goal and then I write it down. I actually write it in pencil. I have a pencil or a pen or whatever it is and I record it. And just physically seeing that every single morning and let's say I find myself in this office and I'm working on something and I just, I call it, I get into this zone or absolute focus where I just want to get this thing done. And sometimes it's whether it's writing a newsletter, I'm writing this book, and I just want to get through the end of a chapter, or I'm working on a chapter for a course or a financial model or some sort of plan, whatever it is, I'm sure you can relate in your life or in your work when you get just really focused and you just want to get this project done. And it requires that attention. Because if you break your attention, you come back to it in two days or three days or something, it almost takes hours to get back into the flow. So say that happens, I look down at this sheet in the morning, I'm like, oh my God, didn't do anything for two days. That's not good. And it does have an effect. So this study confirmed that, that you really need to physically record it. I will say that there's a few things that I think counterbalance this is that if it's hard to do, then it won't even get physically recorded. And they talk about this in the study, which they obviously, they were doing a lit review of other studies, so they didn't do their own experiment, but they did talk about what would prompt more recording. And actually what they found is the more you record, the more likely you are to attain your goal. They didn't talk about necessarily ease of use which I think is interesting from some studies that I've done in the past and what I was taught around habit formation and behavior creation is sometimes you have to make it easy for it to happen. So what I did is with weight, I weigh myself like once a week, sometimes twice. And I used to put that into an Excel spreadsheet, which sort of counts as physical recording. But what I found is, is that I would forget because the computer in the Excel spreadsheet wasn't always there. And then I didn't remember and it, the thing never got written down. So we have a Fitbit scale that you stand on it, it records it, and it automatically uploads it. So I think there's a balance. And then I use that sheet that we've been talking about, that I've been talking about that sits right next to me in the morning and I just clip them all together. So at the end of the year, I'd have 52. And it's pretty cool because you can flip through and see what's happening. I also take notes on that thing sometimes and thoughts that I have or ideas. And I use it as a central location for that stuff. So this study confirms that that actually works in helping you achieve your goal. So they say here, taken together, the findings suggest that monitors monitoring goal progress is an effective self-regulation strategy and that interventions that increase the frequency of progress monitoring are likely to promote behavioral change. So think about that the next time you set a goal, whether that's for yourself or even for your team and your business, is that recording it physically and making it public and recording often will increase your chance of achieving a goal. I'll put a link to this study in the show notes in case you're interested in reading it yourself. It's a pretty cool study. And again, I like studies that look at multiple studies so that you're not just looking at one instance because that can be a real weakness of some of these. But out of 19,000, over 19,000 
these researchers looked at 138 and it's from pretty cool findings. So put that stuff into action next time you set a goal and want to achieve it. If you enjoyed this episode, please hit subscribe because I don't want you to miss any future episodes like this. If you have any questions, please leave them in the comments or in the email address in the show notes. As importantly, thanks for listening. I appreciate it. Till the next episode, we'll see you soon.